So guys, my guest today is someone that truly outlines the meaning of networking on social media platforms. I recently met him on Twitter, honestly just out of a rant that we both follow, Gary Vaynerchuk's Twitter posts. Henry was sharing his interest on Gary's $1.80 strategy video. I had seen the video before his post and I had asked him a question on the topic. A-Rod responded so quick with a lot of positivity and even offered to help expand on the topic if I was interested. I checked out his page, liked his style and message he was bringing. I also noticed he was a host of his own podcast called The Playground. Boom, we connected instantly, messaging each other, sharing knowledge and helpful tips to each other, which is a perfect example of how easy it is to network and see the power that social media brings. Guys, let me welcome you to this amazing person, a Marine, a vlogger, and podcast host from the playground, Henry A. Rodriguez. Awesome, man. I want to thank you so much for having me on your podcast, dude. Like, I'm super grateful and honored to be you know, featured on your podcast. And to be honest with you, man, this is the first chance that I've been on another uh, podcast as a guest. So that's a huge one. Usually it's just on my own. So right off the bat, I want to thank you for that. No, I just want to thank you. That's pretty awesome that it's your second time too. So I'm honored to be your second one. Right. So, you know, thank you as well. No problem. And then, um, well, first of all, I just want to thank you as well for serving and protecting our country. You know, absolutely. May I ask, are you still on um, active duty? No, man, I got out. So it's been about two years since I got out. Um, like, like you said, man, I was in the Marines. I was a supply specialist. So I dealt a lot with like gear and different items of, you know, of that sort. I was stationed in San Diego. So past three years, three to four years, dude, like I've been living in San Diego, California, which I loved. And that's really where all these business ideas came to me. Um, so that's basically where I can say the foundation of the idea of my clothing company and my podcast, you know, the playground came about. So you know, that's to me, it, it, like the military, it really set me up for the person who I am today. And I guess deeper in the podcast, I'll, I'll go over how that influenced, you know, and made the person I am today. So uh, I appreciate oh. that, man, for, you know, reaching out and again, you know, thanking me for my service. You know, it's I'm appreciative of that. No, of course. And also, man, it's an honor, you know, right. to have you on as well. And then, I mean, I already know your discipline just, you know, and having a great mind, you know, just being able to overcome the challenges you face when signing up and actually going through the training um, to become a Marine. I know it's the most extensive. And um, yeah, like, how did this training help you, like help shape you? And what did you learn most about yourself when you went through this training? Because I know it's extensive. Yeah. So, you know, to give you a backstory on that, um, most of my life, honestly, like I was overweight, you know, like I, I'm 5'4". So back in the day in high school, I was around 190 pounds and I really just, I was just pure fat, just overweight, didn't know where I wanted to go with my life, really had no direction. So the military honestly wasn't something I ever imagined doing, especially the Marines, you know? So it all honestly started when I went to see my brother graduate. He's in the Air Force himself. When I went to go see him graduate in San Antonio, it really just changed my whole mindset. So when I say graduating, like when he, you know, finishes basic training. And so on the way home, like when I was, you know, we're driving back from San Antonio, I told my, my mom or my dad, I forget which one it was. I told them like, Hey, you know what? I want to join the military, you know, cause I saw the discipline it made in my brother. And I figured I was like, you know what? I need that for myself. Because like I told you, like I was, I didn't know where I was going with my life, to be honest with you. 
And so I just, it, it just popped into my mind because my brother has been a huge role model my whole life. He still has a pretty big impact on it uh, to this day. And he was my best man at my wedding. So that kind of just shows like, I really have this strong connection with him. So anyways, um, we're driving back from seeing him graduate from basic training. And I was, like I said, I was like, you know what? I'm going to join the military, you know, having no background or having no understanding of what the military actually really was. Um, my parents, I don't think they really thought like, Hey, you couldn't do it just because, you know, I was like super overweight. I think they just figured that was just me just randomly speaking my mind just because I was like motivated and saw my brother graduate. So, uh, that just kind of stuck with me, man. Like it was during high school. I think I was maybe like a junior. Uh, no, actually it was, I was a junior. And I, like I said, I had no direction in life. I honestly didn't know what I was going to do after high school. So I guess this was like that first stepping stone of giving me a chance to, I guess, find out what my future was. So basically we get back, I go talk to the recruiter, the air force recruiter. Cause I want to do what you know my brother did. And I was like, I, I talked to the recruiter and he was kind of, he was giving me the right, you know, the right direction or giving me like telling me specifically what I had to do in order to join. He basically told me that, you know, you're overweight, you can't join. And that kind of broke my heart, but that didn't stop me there. So this was like the first time in my life where I knew I was overcoming adversity or any sort of adversity because I didn't let him telling me that, Hey, you're overweight. You can't join. I took that as fuel to put myself in shape. So I actually, it was over the course of, I'm assuming about a year. I, I kind of forget the days now, but I lost over 55 pounds. So I put myself through like literally hell running every single day, starting to eat really clean foods and just trying to put myself into a whole different dimension of living. So that's really what, where all this kind of started, like knowing that when I put my mind to something, I can accomplish it. So at the end of the day, like that's what really drove me to, to get into the military. And with that being said, when I went back to the recruiter after, you know, this whole time had passed and I lost the weight, there were some more complications about me joining the air force. So you know, that kind of wasn't sticking with me. So I was like, you know what, I'll join the army. You know, I wanted to do the EOD program. I don't know if, have you heard of the EOD program? No, I'd never so heard of that. Explosive no. ordnance disposal. It's those guys in those big bomb suits who go disarm bombs. And that was the one thing I actually wanted to do. I talked to the army, the army recruiter was kind of blowing me off. And each time I tried talking to him, you know, he had a different excuse of something he was doing at the time. So I was like, you know what, in my mind, I thought recruiters were like, you know, they wanted to like get you to join, you know, it doesn't matter what the, you know, what the outcome is like, they just want numbers. But I realized at that point that I don't know what was going on in my life that, or if it was like the law of attraction or, or whatever the case was, but the world was telling me that the army wasn't my go-to as well. And I didn't want to join the Navy because I figured I was like, Navy, that's just all boats. You know, that was just what was in my mind. And so I was like, well, then I guess the military is not going to be something I'm going to do. And because I didn't want to join the Marines, like the Marines was my last resort. Time had passed. And one of the recruiters actually reached out to me through Facebook. So there, you know, he's social media marketing too. So I want to, I'll give a huge <laughs> shout out to him. And he got me to go in and he was pitching me everything, but he wasn't overselling me. 
one thing he told me that stuck stick with me today is he told me, if you don't want to be a Marine, I'm not holding you to, and there's the door. You know, like when I was in the recruiting office, like he was like, it's either you want to be a Marine or you don't. Like there's just, there's no in between. So with that being said, like right off the gate, he was being real firm, real assertive. And I was just like, man, like this is, I like this, you know, just the way they were, how disciplined they were and just how they acted and communicated with each other. So I, you know, that was one thing that stuck with me. And so sure enough, man, on my 18th birthday, I signed my life away and off I was to boot camp. It's beautiful though. Cause I mean, from what I heard right now, it's just literally you got basically denied by two entities, first the air force and then the army, you know, maybe because it wasn't there for you or, or just certain reasons. Right. And then you still had the, the, the discipline, right. To keep going. You had that perseverance. You had that grit to be like, you know what? I, I'm decisive. I know I want to go. And then also that admiration that you had with your brother, you know, I'm pretty sure that had another play in that too. And it's, that's awesome. It's beautiful the way you describe it. Like I said, man, it was, uh, it was a trip and a half. So pretty much the whole experience. I mean, you kind of have like an idea of what it would be like and, I mean, it's probably gotten softer over the years, but for the most part, man, like it was some really good training that I really needed to be a hundred percent honest with you. I needed that in my life, you know? So uh, to me, it did everything for me, man. It, it provided me so much networking. It also like every other contact in my phone seems like it's a, you know, some sort of military member that I met. And honestly, like that's what got me started to my whole playground threads playground podcast in my youtube channel was you know from the people that i met i don't know if you ever heard of david goggins i have um yeah honestly what you're telling me what you're describing me i literally embody that picture of you like you literally resemble david goggins so much (laughs) because you're saying how it was a moment in your life where you were kind of lost and you were looking for guidance and you're you're trying to see what you wanted to do and, you know, that discipline that you went through, that training, that brotherhood that you found, it all helped you to to outline everything that you're creating right now, which is beautiful. And I just wanted to say that because, I, I mean, I, I've watched a lot of videos of David Goggins. I hear him on his podcast and stuff like that. And just like literally what you say just reminds me of him, like that you embody that, which is awesome. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, that's that's a nice compliment. I appreciate that. Of course. So what gave you the motivation for creating your podcast? What, what got you going into that? How did it come up? How I started the podcast was I was watching Bradley Martin. I don't know if you know who that is. No, you know, is he? he? He's a YouTuber. So he has his own channel. I was watching him. And all of a sudden, he built a podcast on his channel. And then he built you know, his own YouTube channel solely for the for his podcast it's called culture cast so i was watching those videos like he kept plugging you know like hey guys go watch my podcast or go listen to the podcast on itunes so me you know favoriting bradley martin i started doing that you know like i started listening to his message and sure enough man like i fell in love with the whole idea of podcasting and so i from that point on i actually messaged a couple of the guys that i go to the gym with and i was like hey do you guys want to start a podcast and they're like, yeah, sure thing. So I had him come over that next week and we shot the first episode of the Playground Podcast. And I've been loving it ever since, man. Yeah, and that's how it was born. Absolutely, man. And I, in going off of that, to be honest with you, into the more millennial crowd, 
I feel as though like social media could really set some of these kids up for success because of the fact that all these platforms you have to use, you know, like you can use all of them for marketing. You know, you can build a brand, which I recommend to a lot of people is, is building an actual brand. And, you know, you don't have to sell things right away, but building that foundation for you to go ahead and live the life that you want. Because I think a lot of times in life, people aren't really doing that. They're not following their dream. They're following, you know, what society has set up for them or what their parents are telling them, you know, what, where they should go in life. And I think that's where it it starts becoming toxic, but I feel as though wrapping it back around social media is so big now that you can, you can literally live the dream life now, as long as you're putting in the work, that's all that matters. No, I 100% agree. Literally how you said it is exactly how it is. And a lot of people now, I believe that they don't leverage it. They don't use it. They don't try to learn it. They don't try optimizing it in any way. And me and myself, I just barely got into it this, you know, this past year that just came by. I was just researching about it at the end of 2018. And then 2019 in January, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start leveraging my account into more like motivation, positivity, just put some quotes on there. Um and start just building my brand exactly how you're saying it, you know, building that foundation for me to start getting some exposure. And actually, I just, you know, I, I use it to network as well. Um, I, I like um, real estate. And so, like, I message a lot of people in the real estate industry um, just that I follow. And, you know, some reply and some don't. But I just keep trying and just getting advice and just steps along the way, which is pretty awesome. That's super perfect. I mean, that's that's so big, man. Yeah. And then I like the way you said is like, don't follow society or your parents, because I get I feel like a lot of people, especially in, um, in a couple of my friends that I have, were so enthralled in that. Um, just I guess they're lost in, in, in the consumption of, of everything they're consuming and they don't really take the time to. To use that dialect and really think about what they want for themselves and and what they want to do in life, and that's the whole point right now in this age, I think. And you know, well, I'm 20, and I believe just that that's in that age grab bracket of 20s. It's just that's what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. to lay the foundation, like you said. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. And that's the thing. Like, social media is really giving me that chance to you know not only network but to create that opportunity of that desired life that I'm, you know, pulling for my wife and myself. Social media has just really honestly changed my life. Had I not run into people like yourself, had I not run into, you know, Gary Vee or Tony Robbins or these other, you know, business executive owners or, you know, different influencers, had I not ever ran into them or ran across their page, I honestly wouldn't be where I'm at today. Like, yeah, I have the discipline. Yeah, I have the mindset. But my mindset wasn't really shaped. Everything you listen to, all the video you watch, whether you know it or not, you're being influenced. You know, kids are are watching these YouTubers and they're consuming their content. So if you put a kid in, you know, in front of a screen watching, you know, all these hip hop artists or all these people blowing money when they're, you know, when they're being raised or growing up like that puts a lot of effect on their mind. And especially nowadays with the, the millennials, we're in this whole ball game of trying to always be better and become better and want more and more, which is not a bad thing, but it starts to become pretty toxic if you're no longer happy with yourself, if you're no longer happy with where you're at in your life right now, and you just want more and more and more. And that really becomes, you know, 
pretty hurtful in your life, knowing that, you know, you're, you're never going to be fulfilled. And to me, that's where like, I'm trying to, you know, use my platform to give these kids a chance to build the life that they want or build that dream life. No, yeah, and just by giving guidance, giving exposure like to the people that you were exposed to. And that's honestly one of the reasons why I created this podcast as well. Just going back a little bit about what you said, um, I heard you when you said desire life. What is that? Can you expand on that a little bit? So I would kind of breaking into that is like the life that I want to live and the life that I was living are two completely different things. I can tell you right now. Honestly, as soon as I feel like I've achieved happiness in my life, I'm a hundred percent fulfilled. But with that being said, I also know where I want to go and that I still have some work to do. So not saying that I'm hundred percent content with where physically I'm at in my life, but in my mind, I'm honestly extremely happy because I, I have a brand established. I have a podcast going, I'm networking with people. You know, I, I just got married this past year. Like there's so many things that are happening in my life right now where I'm just starting to find happiness in the small things. You know, I'm starting to find happiness in the process. Most people are like, dude, I want to get a Lamborghini. I want to have a mansion. I want to have fancy things to me. I'm fulfilled already. Like I don't need those things. I just need good people in my life. I just want to network. I want to get my message across and that's what I'm already doing. So I really feel as though I have achieved everything that I've wanted to achieve in some degree. There's a lot more that I want to continue to do. But as of right now, if you ask me if I'm happy and I'm living the life I've always dreamed of, I am. No, I love that. And first of all, congratulations on your marriage. And then also, it's just like the way you the way you describe is just beautiful, because I mean, the first thing you should do is what you're saying is find the happiness, find your fulfillment, because then everything will come. I mean, that's something that I believe and that I've heard a lot of successful people say. No, I appreciate it, man. And, and again, it's it, it doesn't happen overnight. And I, I know you know that specifically, you know, with what you're doing with your podcast and um, your the different platforms you're on. But. I do believe that the world pushes us in a place where we're honestly meant to be. Can you go a little more deeper in that? It was supposed to be like, do you believe that every moment and every experience is meant for something? I believe so. And I believe that every single situation has its purpose. So for me, like going back to my main story that, you know, I had issues joining the Air Force. I had issues joining the Army. Those situations were supposed to happen. I wasn't supposed to join the Air Force. I wasn't supposed to join the Army. You know, in high school, I wasn't supposed to know what I wanted to do because all of that led me to joining the Marines. All of that, you know, and then joining the Marines led me to all these other networks that I created with people, which led me to starting YouTube, which led me to start my podcast, which led me to start net social media, you know, networking. And what's led me right into Expand Your Mind podcast. Things like that. Well, I'm sorry to hear you know, about your friends. I'm, I'm excited for you that you, know, you found yourself in the whole mix. That's huge, man. Like Going through you know, hard times is really what makes you who you are today. And, and it's so true. Like Everything that has happened has led you to the point where you're at right now. And that's the thing about life. You know, we never know where we're going to end up. We never know who we're going to bump into. Like, 
there's just so many ways life can go, but it's going the way that it's always supposed to have gone, you know? So for me, I love this, man. I love networking. I love, you know, talking to people and it's just, it's so much fun, man. And you, you're learning from each other. No, I, really, we really are because, you know, like exactly how you say, there's no direction, there's no path. And a lot of people think you, sh- you know, you should follow one. But in reality, you're just creating it. And that's something that I've learned this past year. Just literally every decision, every choice has ramifications for your future, even to the smallest, you know, increment to like, not, you know, I'm just going to say a dumb example of just you not answering the phone, right? I mean, you could have just literally postponed this interview. And then, so my future would have been different. You know, I'm just saying an example like that, but it's just crazy what the decision can do. And, you know, that's something that I'm learning. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. It's just all about patience. It's all about time. And I think it's always, always about timing too. Not just, you know, just jumping out there and doing it. Like, I feel like everything is just happens with time. And, and one cool thing this past, uh, I guess, few weeks, you know, I, before I dropped these last two videos, I had 250 subscribers on YouTube. And now I have, as of this film, I believe I have 308 or 309. So growing 59 subscribers on YouTube in the past two weeks, like that's tremendous, man, for me, no, because it's awesome. No, I've it's been awesome. doing YouTube for years now, and it's taken me that long to get to where I'm at today. But it wasn't because of me just dropping videos. There's obviously there's so much that goes into it, but it was from networking, man. I'm networking on the platforms, you know, talking to different YouTubers and watching their channels, you know, having, you know, me subscribing to their channel. So like there's so much going on in the mix. But if it wasn't for, you know, social media and if it wasn't for, you know, other vloggers or YouTubers, then my page wouldn't be anything. One thing, man, like before I forget, I want to jump back to what you talked about before, about how I found happiness and how you're, um, you know, happy for me. But most of my life, I wasn't happy. And honestly, it wasn't until the past, I would say, year that I've truly found happiness. Because before, it was like things were happening in my life where you know, I didn't want to be in the location I was at. I didn't want to, you know, be around certain people. And I was so comfortable and content with where my life was before. But I've also found that like when I when I mean that, I, I mean back in San Diego. You know, when I was living in San Diego, I loved my life. And then when I moved away from that, I felt almost as if a piece of me was missing. But it wasn't because of location. I think it was because of my mind, you know, I got, I started becoming so comfortable in an environment that I took it for granted. Cause at the end of the day, man, like, you know how it is because you have that background about it is like you moved away from where you were most comfortable and you knew how Los Angeles was, or are you, your family, your friends out there, you, you, you took it upon yourself to go and move and go to school and, and start working now. Like if, had you not done that, I don't think we would be even doing this podcast, you know, just because of all the situations, all the circumstances that you were put in for you to develop your character and develop yourself, which made you, you know, start expand your mind podcast and start affecting, you know, all of our lives in a positive way. 
you said it exactly how it became because that's literally what happened. And, and it's crazy because I, I didn't see it from that scope. And so I really analyzed it right now, but that's literally what happened. I'd never had this idea. Yeah, man. I believe authenticity is, is key to this game, man. Like don't be that person that others expect you to be like, be a good role model. I'm definitely saying be a good role model, but I'm also saying be the person you want to be. Because at the end of the day, if you're living someone else's dream or you're living this false reality just because one person wants you to be a certain way, then you're losing in the end. I want to bring up college real quick. I want to bring up school. So any of your listeners, any of the millennial crowd, anyone who's listening right now, I want them to know that you don't have to go to school to be successful. I do believe it's important. I'm not saying schooling is not important, but I am saying that if you have a passion, I want you to chase that passion because that's going to set you up for success. Just like Gary Vee, just like Ed Milet, anyone else you listen to, they're going to tell you almost the same exact thing. Really dive into your passion, dive into your dream, whatever it is, go after it. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be pretty upset that you didn't get started. I have too many people who tell me personally that they want to do something, but they are scared of what other people are going to think about them their parents mainly or friends who tell them hey that's not a good idea because it's not going to work and it and they get deterred from doing that thing that they want to do and i feel like schooling has has built this industry uh because they're a business you know college is a business they they're earning theirs just like we want to earn ours but i also feel that a lot of the things are going to become outdated or completely irrelevant to the success of yourself meaning some things that you want to do in your life you don't necessarily need school like me personally i'm going to school i'm using my gi bill and i'm not going to lie to you bro i'm only like i'm going to be a hundred percent with you i'm only going to school for that gi bill paycheck because i'm using that gi bill paycheck to give me leverage to build my brand but that's not a bad thing though because you're using it and it's still going to a good you know, yeah. so it's a good purpose. So it's not bad at all. And even right. then, it's it's just I love the way you're saying it because it is outdated and it is irrelevant. And not only that, just social media, but it goes way be, way beyond that. There's so many apps you can use that I could just name on top of my head. Skillshare, Google, another great resource. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but right. it's just crazy. It's so much like literally the other day I heard a Joe Rogan podcast and he had I forgot the who the person who was interviewing, but he was basically ranting about the same thing that you don't need to go. And you're right. It is a business and they're out depleting everyone they can with loans, with anything. I mean, it sucks. Like Gary Vaynerchuk says, he literally says this, like only go to school if your parents are paying for it. And I, and I like that literally what that's the best framework to me personally. And I believe in that message that he's saying, because why go and get, you know, so much debt and then come out, you know, with that degree when, you know, a lot of people don't even really use it when they come out of college because it's outdated. And, right. You know, and just so many other things that come into play with, you know, virtual reality, with AI, you know, that's already undermining jobs at this current day. You know, and people think like it's 10 years, like, no, it's in the now. Like it's already undercutting yep. cashiers. It's already undercutting um, truck drivers. I mean, the most basic jobs and they're doing it 
excelling. So it's just like, what else can he do with the time that's going? Right. Um, and it's and it's just crazy to me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So which venture between starting your podcast or your blog on YouTube has been the most hardest to framework? You don't have to have all the money in the world to get started. Pretty much everyone has a phone. I saw um, a YouTube channel the other day and he went and, you know, he was out like giving food to bums and one of the bums had an iPhone. So it's like even people who don't really have money have some sort of communication or some sort of camera. And that's all you need to get started, man. Especially no. if, you're, if you're trying to, you know, YouTube specifically. Just going back what you said about the phone. We literally right now, many people only use it to make phone calls, texts. But there's so many apps you can use to gain knowledge. Like literally the news app on the iPhone, which is free. Like I've learned so much just reading articles on there and just downloading free apps and just stuff like that. But we literally don't utilize it to its fullest. Me and my personal opinion, I feel that every phone that's out in the market is underpriced because they don't price it higher because they already know that society doesn't really use it. And if they did... It'll create a revolution that I think that people will actually start utilizing their phone way more extensively. Like literally the basis of my podcast is literally how you say it on my iPhone 7, on that Anchor app, which is all, that goes along with all my platforms, which is amazing. And literally that's how I got started. And that's how I've been going, which is pretty cool. Literally just an iPhone, my literally the earphones that come with it when I bought it. And that's literally what I've been doing, which is pretty cool. There you go, man. And that's really all you need. Like you don't need like the newest and best thing, because again, that's, you're working for the system at that point. I believe we all are at the end of the day, but it's like, you know, you don't need fancy things. You don't need a full blown 4k, you know, a video camera. You don't need the hottest iPhone. Like it's good if you, if you want to constantly provide like solid quality, but at the end of the day, you don't need it. You know, like it's all a gimmick. Like, like you said, it's, if people knew how to use their phone to leverage to make you know millions of dollars honestly through e-commerce but if they knew how to use their phone in the way that even some of the things that you and I know about it to to leverage it to our advantage like i think we would have so many more successful people out there to be honest with you no i agree 100% because just like how you say i mean just your phone that you said earlier like that phone is probably even the same quality and you can make edits on it in that literally, phone. Yeah. yeah, literally, like which is pretty amazing. That goes, you know, to the superb of like a Canon or a Nikon, which is, you know, pretty cool. Yeah. And it's at your fingertips and in your pocket. Yeah, and you could yeah, exactly. You could pull that out in any moment. So you start recording, do the little insta vlog if you want, or just you know, you know, for your stories on Snapchat or anything like that. Well, Henry, we're coming up to the last minutes here. And before I ask you my final pivotal question, please tell everyone listening where they can follow you, check you out on social media, and I'll also put it in the description for all the viewers. Yeah, so um, like you said, my name is Henry Rodriguez, and you, you can even type that in on the first page of YouTube, and you can find me right there. Uh, if you want to check me out on Instagram, it's just at true rod underscore. My podcast on Instagram is at the playground podcast. And my clothing company, lastly, is at the Playground Threads, which you can find me on Instagram. So, yeah. And also, man, that reminds me, I'll have to send you a piece of my, my new merchandise that's coming out. No one, 
no one knows uh, the new collection or any of the items that are going to be on it. But after the uh, interview, I can, um, you know, get, you know, collaborate a little bit more and and show you some of the new things that I'm going to be coming out with. And then I'll send you out some stuff. I would love that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely, bro. So, Henry, if you can say one last thing to these viewers that you think would have the greatest impact, what knowledge can you give to expand the minds of millennials? The only time you fail is when you stop or don't even start at all. Remember to believe in yourself and don't ever think you're not capable to do something no matter what anyone says. And just remember, you just need one idea to start anything that you want to do. Just don't overthink it. Wow. That's beautiful. I love that quote. I will put that quote in the description as well. And with that being said, folks, let's give a big round of hands for Henry Rodriguez, a true billionaire mind. He has a mindset that goes beyond everything that we just talked about. And thank you for listening and tune in for next time on the Expand Your Mind podcast. I appreciate it, man.